on the X-Day Talk Show News Desk. Jeep's 1330 head jumps out of Cherokee, splits wide open, and eats small children. Full story, coming up right after this. Welcome to the XJ Talk Show. You're listening to the premier podcast about Jeep Cherokees, off-road adventures, tips that you can use, and interviews with people in the off-road industry. And now, here are your hosts, Tony and Josh. <laughs> That's another thing I like is uh, whenever those openers that you come up with, if I, if I haven't heard them prior, uh, <laughs> I get to enjoy them right when I, when I first played them. That was hilarious. Oh, they're a lot of fun to create. Well, hey, folks, welcome to episode 80 of the XJ Talk Show. I am the co-host, Josh, otherwise known as NW99XJ or Northwest99XJ on XJTalk.com. And I'm the other co-host, uh, Tony. Uh, I go by Motoroy on XJTalk.com. And uh, XJTalk.com is a uh, website, a forum about Jeep Cherokees. And uh, we started this little podcast because uh, basically... Uh, Josh and I are hams, and uh, I don't mean the radio operator thing. I mean like the the ham that you know you like to get in front of thing, microphone, camera, that type of stuff, and and do things. And uh, the uh, <laughs> we justify it by saying we're trying to promote xjtalk.com. Yeah. Okay. Whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the truth. Oh, uh, no. Oh, you're you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Tony, we're creeping up on episode 100. Man, it's getting close. It is. Only 10 more to go. So that's, uh, you know, like I said before, it just seems like it's a lot closer than what it is because that's 10 weeks. But but it'll be here very quickly. So uh, welcome to the uh, the chat room. Everybody in the uh, chat room on Ustream, we have a live show every Sunday at 10 p.m. Central Time. And uh, we've got uh, several people in the show tonight, uh, the live uh, chat tonight. And I uh, want to remind everybody that is in the live chat room that we are doing live calls tonight. So if you would like to get on the show and uh, maybe throw in your two cents worth, uh, just uh, call the number that you see coming up on uh, in the, the little chat that uh, Braz Cats will be uh, throwing up every so often. And uh, once you get called in, you'll be able to hear the show uh, in the uh, uh, on our little conference line and uh, what you can do is turn down your Ustream. And here's a here's a plus guys. There's no commercials in the uh, while you're on hold, but you will be muted and uh, we'll just go to you. We'll probably just say uh, the last three numbers of the of your uh, phone number and ask you for your uh, name and uh, where you're located and then you'll start talking. That'll be your cue. And there will be a prompt. You should hear a prompt saying that you have been unmuted. Uh, and if that doesn't work, just please listen for your phone number and we'll get you on the air. And folks, if you're listening to us via podcast through either iTunes or Stitcher Radio, you can always call and leave us a voicemail. If you want to get in on the show, that number is 530-675-4102. And that number also works if you want to leave a text message. Yes, it does. And uh, oh, uh, speaking of which, uh, we do have a voicemail tonight. And uh, let's see. Well, we've got lots of good things tonight. Oh, we also have an iTunes review. Yeah, and we also are going to play a little bit of our uh, You Bought What Amazon game. That's going to be lots of fun, so make sure you guys stick around for that. Tony and I got some chit-chat, and we're going to have some Jeep news as well uh, coming up later in the show. So, Josh, I'm, I'm looking at our show notes here, and it doesn't look like it's uh, very good news for the Josh Mobile. Man, I cannot get any gratification here. Uh, my 99XJ has just been sitting and rotting in my garage because I cannot get anywhere on this damn thing. 
Uh, my one ton, or as you've called it, a 52 ton steering <laughs> upgrade. <laughs> it's is, huge. Yes. No, it, it, it really is. Um, I'm, I'm slapping about a good another 150 pounds of steel on just the steering alone for this thing. Oh, that's going to make you feel good though. Well, I mean, once you get it going. Uh, no, it really is. Um, folks bring up to speed really quick. Uh, I'm doing a, a one ton over the knuckle steering upgrade, um, upgraded the steering box as well to a Durango box. Um, got a, uh, C-Rock inner brace on there. Going to be doing some other stuff as well to brace all that in. Um, the problem was, well, I've ran into a couple problems, uh, that the new tie rod ends, well, they don't clear my wheels. I was running the, um, the, uh, the, the ravine wheels. I have inch and a quarter hub centric wheel spacers on there, which, uh, gave me, netted me right about four and a quarter inches of backspacing, which obviously isn't enough for this application. Uh, I mocked up four inches and it's still just barely cleared i'm talking less than a 16th of an inch and i needed more breathing room than that just to, to just to be safe so i've got to order new wheels and tires um some of you say well why don't you just use the old tires and i could but they're sitting about 20 25 tread it's about time to upgrade those anyways oh it's a good excuse so, yeah yeah absolutely well the problem is is i gotta pay for it all so those are um uh, those have been ordered they're in the warehouse and i just gotta uh well i, I gotta pay for it so chances are the wheels are going to come into the house first those will probably come this week. I find out what my paycheck's going to look like tomorrow, so I might be able to make it all happen. The problem is, is that well, I'm trying to sell a bunch of this old stuff, my old track bar as well, because well, that's the other issue. I uh, my track bar is hitting the drag or the uh, the track bar is uh, is hitting the the uh, the tie rod. Sorry, and uh, so I've had some inter- interference issues there. Which I could still drive with it. I certainly couldn't wheel with it, but I want to make sure everything gets dialed in perfectly. So I went ahead and ordered the um, the Panhard kit from Rough Stuff, and uh, and talked with the guys there at Rough Stuff. And great guys helped me out a lot as far as you know, making sure I got what I needed for my application. Ordered it up, and it arrived this week. And boy, was that box heavy! Holy cow! So I uh, unpacked that, and with great, uh, great glee, found um, everything was there and uh, in the way that it should be. And I'm really looking forward to getting that all burnt in because it's all weld on. So I got to, uh, I got to weld it together and then get it welded on the Jeep. So that'll be, um, that'll be happening hopefully this week. Uh, but uh, the other issue is getting all this stuff paid for. Well, I'm, I'm putting all the stuff up on Craigslist, and frankly, it's just not selling. Sold off my old track or my old, uh, my old tie rod. That went pretty quick. But uh, my old wheels and tires uh, and the, uh, the, the Rugged Ridge double shear adjustable track bar and frame brace kit that I have, well, nobody seems to want. And nobody's wanting to buy my old wheels and tires either. So, um, yeah. So as soon as I can get that sold, well, that's going to pad the fund uh, quite a bit unless I come out of pocket, out of paycheck with it all, which uh, it's looking like I just might have to do because I'm trying to get this done before Labor or, uh, before Memorial Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a big camping trip coming up and... And well, I'd like to have the Jeep ready for it. Um, I, I can probably get away without it, but honestly, the Jeep's going to make it a lot easier to to do. Yeah, uh, and also too, you know, you don't go through all the questions. Where's the Jeep? Where's the Jeep? Well, I started this project and ran yes. out of funds, and everybody goes, "Wah wah wah." That's the same old Jeep story everybody has. <laughs> <laughs> See what happened was, <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was some... a meteor, and it struck the Jeep. Oh yeah, yeah that what. Well, that's funny you mentioned that. I was actually thinking that. That's funny. Well, we're on the same wavelength here. So I got some other really cool news. Um, uh, this weekend has been fairly eventful for me. Um, uh, today, I have been away from the house virtually all day, left the house early this morning, 
headed out to a little town uh, east of me called Estacada. There's a ranger station out there, and um, there was a little event going on that had been scheduled for a good couple months or so. Um, I paid my registration fee and went out there to receive my Tread Lightly Tread Trainer certification. Uh, big thanks out there to Dana and Ryan from Bree and Bub Off-Road, who were the gracious hosts and master trainers here in Oregon, uh, and able to uh, get me my certification. Um, got the uh, the Tread Lightly Awareness Certificate as well last night, which really helped fly through the course. Uh, it was an awesome course, learned a lot, and uh, walked away with a Tread Trainer certification. So I am going to be uh, doing my best to spread the word on the uh, Tread Lightly principles uh, for the remainder of my days. Excellent. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff, and uh, I've I've always um, I've always sort of carried myself with the tread lightly principles long before I even knew tread lightly even existed. Uh, it just seems like most of it's common sense, really. Uh, so, folks, uh, if you're out there wheeling, please just stay on the trails and and make sure you're leaving the habitat at least as good, if not better, than the way it was when you came in. So, I've had a little luck with my uh, my Jeep, Josh. Um, I think the uh, changing out the rear main seal has, uh, uh, if not uh, solved, has at least curtailed um, uh, drastically the oil leak that I had. So I'm feeling pretty good about that, especially the seven hours I put in doing it. Holy cow. So now, did you use the same pan that you've had on there this whole time again, or did you get another pan to try out? Well, uh, Matt uh, uh, Smornberg had brought by uh, two oil pans, uh, old oil pans that were factory uh, mm-hmm. oil pans off of 4.0s. Uh, he brought those with him when he came over here to uh, uh, do the Peter uh, um, core in my 98. And right. uh, that was kind of a backup thing. Um, I could not see that that oil pan could be causing the leak. Uh, I got another gasket, put the gasket on the oil pan in the backyard where I, where I've got those two that he brought mm-hmm. and, uh, it fit just like the, like it did on the brand new one. It was, it was, uh, the piece that goes uh, around the rear main seal on the back right. of the pan, you know, the little UE, the, the half yeah. circle. It's down there. Yeah. The gasket is larger than that opening. It's larger than significantly, like maybe an eighth of an inch or so. Not a quarter, but maybe maybe even a little bit more than an eighth. So it has a tendency not to sit flush. And I thought that's where it was leaking, um, where it was coming out of. Yeah. And uh, when I got that gasket and tried it on one of the uh, factory pans, it, it fit the same way. So I thought, you know, I'd really rather keep this this new oil pan. It has a, uh, um, a uh, threaded uh, hole on the side of the pan where I can put a oil temperature sensor. Oh, cool. And that was one of the reasons why I got this one, because that would allow me to actually monitor oil temperature as well. So I thought worst case, and also too, from my job, I've also learned you don't want to make a bunch of changes at once. So uh, I thought worst case is I would just have to change the oil pan after doing the remain seal. Um, you know, another $35 gasket. So real quick, uh, the seal that you had in there previously, Felpro? Yes, Okay, and this one that you replaced, the new seal, Felpro again? Yes. Okay. I'm using the same one every time. Very not good. Same brand, not the same gasket. Right, right. So, so anyway, seven that... Seven hours. Seven hours, huh, man? That seems uh, seems like you ran into some problems. Yeah, I just, it takes me, I guess it takes me a long time compared to either people are lying or when they talk about how long it takes them to do things, 
or uh, I'm just slow about doing it. Now, I did have to remove the brace that was on there, and uh, we actually had to clearance that brace with washers. So I had to remove all the little washers for that was you know that moves that brace down enough so that it'll clear the the uh, the rod and uh, the main the rod caps and the main. Okay. Okay. The uh, the ninety five engine that we used did not come with a brace, but I had I mm. I had wanted a brace, and uh, when I found out that didn't have it, uh, I said, "Well, that's okay." And Matt said, "No, we'll take care of it for you." So we did. But uh, when we before we started it, we tried turning the engine manually, and it got a, a dead hard stop. So, oh yeah, no, that's so not we, good. <laughs> yeah, so we had to pull the pan, and we found that the uh, uh, the crank was making contact with the brace. So. A little, uh, little, little washer here, a little washer there. Found out the right thickness. Took a picture of it to make sure everything was clearanced. And ah, then, good idea. And then turned the turned the crank over, like uh, two full uh, rotations uh, around, so it would go through the complete cycle, and it was it was clear. So I was uh, I was just going really slow to make sure that uh, I didn't lose a washer, and then also too that uh, when I put them back, I checked twice to make sure. And, and, of course, these washers have to go on top of the brace, so that means I have to hold the brace in place and slide it up on top of, uh, you know, onto the, the threaded uh, bolt that's coming out of the, main, the mains bolts. So, anyway, it's, it took a little time. And, uh, but I usually, I don't know, I'm, I'm not a fast mechanic. I'm a good mechanic, but I'm not a fast one. Anyway, so, so uh, that's, uh, that was done uh, Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry, that was done Friday. And then uh, Saturday... I, uh, the hell did I do? Oh yeah. I put the six and a half inch coils on the, on the Jeep, on the 98. And, uh, I got a, a whole inch and a quarter lift out of those six and a half inch coils. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. Cause you were at four and a half before. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to be calling rough country tomorrow, asking them what the hell. Well, I mean, you do have you do have that nice big custom winch bumper on the front. Yeah. Uh, if you're supposed to get two inches of lift out of that altogether, and you've got an inch and a quarter, yeah, that seems like you know that three quarters of an inch is is an awful seems like an awful lot of sag for just the winch and the winch bumper uh, on the front there. But the measurement that I made prior to putting that coil on was with the four and a half inch coil, and that was the one. I mean, it had the same bumper and the same winch on it. Right. So wouldn't you expect the, uh, you know, it might be lower, but it should still be a two-inch difference between the two the two coils. Well, now I know that some spring manufacturers, they'll sell a six-inch spring regular duty and a six-inch spring heavy duty. And so they have a different spring rate um, to compensate for things like a winch bumper um, or, you know, winch and stuff. You know, something, you know, a lot of uh, heavy armor up on the front. Right. So I'm wondering if if perhaps they have uh you know two different versions of that six and a half inch spring. I don't know. I'm gonna call them and find out because uh, uh, I'm not overly happy. That was three hours of my time yesterday. So that three and a half hours. So that wasn't too bad. So and, do you own a set of spring compressors then, or did you get enough droop of just getting the body up in the air and dropping the <laughs> axle down real far? I stopped and got uh, the strut compressors from O'Reilly's um, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday morning. And, uh, I was, uh, it's funny cause I got them and I, I used them on the four and a half inch coil driver's side to get that out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but I was looking at what I needed to remove, so I, I pulled the tie rod off of the knuckle on the passenger side. Then I took the uh, track bar off of the same side, and mm-hmm. then there wasn't, and I already had the 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 the, um, the shock taken off. So mm-hmm. I just I just slid the thing off. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and I just I took the six and a half inch coil. And by the way, the six and a half inch coil is the exact same size as the four and a half. Oh. Yeah, no, that doesn't seem right. I mean, obviously, it's going to have a different spring rate. There's probably more coils to it. No, it looks the same to me. Same number of coils and everything? Yeah. So the, so the diameter of the spring itself has got to be... Um, Look the same. Wow. Check huh. the box. So anyway, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be contacting them. But anyway, the, the bottom line is I don't, need the, I don't need the strut compressors to take the coils off. I just need to, you know, pull... Uh, take the things off there where it uh, it droops plenty far. You just got to make sure that you have the the jeep high enough up in the air. That's right. So that um, so that you can let it droop. But man, it will droop. It will droop like a son of a gun, uh, even with the short arms. Yeah, yeah. You get the uh, get that track bar off of there and uh, and the, the tie rod and stuff. Yeah, it'll just fall right out from underneath the jeep. Well, it's Josh, much that stuff will uh, limit your articulation. Yeah, well, we better move it along. I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying complaining about my Jeep, uh, but we've got three people waiting to talk to us. So uh, let's, uh, hey, let's cool. yeah, it is. Let's get over to uh, this week in Jeep, and then we'll get to our callers. First week in Jeep. Well, guys, I got a bunch of cool stuff, but I'm going to go ahead and cut this down really quick. Um, we're going to talk real briefly about the Jeep Cherokee, the new Cherokee, the one we all love to hate. Well, Jeep apparently isn't uh, too thrilled with it either. They're pushing back production of the thing uh, to mid-June from what they were talking about is uh, initially being in early to mid-May. Well, what the senior vice president of engineering, Mark Chernobyl, is calling for dozens of issues and says that the tally is the tally count on these dozens of issues is at less than 100, which apparently is normal for a new vehicle launch. Well, they're having a bunch of issues uh, with getting this thing out there. Apparently, um, most of the issues are focused around the, the overall quality. Uh, this thing isn't passing QC, apparently, so um, they're, they're not wanting to release it yet. And the other thing that they're having a problem with is uh, getting the calibration right of the industry's first nine-speed transmission. They can't get that thing dialed in. You figured they would have had that all set up and ready to go by now, uh, but apparently they cannot get it calibrated right for this Cherokee. So, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot more issues than uh, than what is being really reported on as far as the new Cherokee. Uh, but moving right along, Friday, May 17th, at approximately 11 a.m. Eastern Time, the one millionth Jeep JK rolled off the assembly line in the Toledo plant. The third-generation Wrangler has set a best-ever sales record for the model in 2012 with over 140,000 units sold in the United States alone. I wonder who's going to get that uh, one millionth Wrangler there. That's, that's pretty cool. I wonder if it's going to have a special plaque on it or anything like that. Well, guys, I told you it was going to be a short week in uh, Jeep news today. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up. We're going to move right along and uh, hope to see you next week. All right. Well, let's get to our uh, our first caller. I Unfortunately, it looks like uh, we lost our other two callers. So uh, this is the Jake. And I'm not sure if Jake was uh, uh, talking about uh, phone uh, audio issues, but we'll find out with him, uh, with him here on. Hey, Jake, thanks for calling. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can. There we are. Caller, that's me. 
So uh, real quick, we don't want to bore the audience, but you were saying there was some audio issues? Yeah, well, during when you're talking about your uh, your Cherokee, it's it getting a little hard to understand you, but I think it's gotten better. So. Well, I don't know what it could be. Of course, uh, I don't, uh, like I said earlier, I'm just the monkey that presses the button. I don't necessarily understand all this stuff. How's it going tonight? Oh, pretty good, pretty good, yeah. So is this the uh, the Jake goes by uh, XJ Wheeler on XJTalk.com? Yeah, that's my birth name. Very good. Well, I wanted to say thank you for uh, the news tips that we got uh, from you this for this week in Jeep. Uh, I was going to give you some kudos at the end of the show, but I figured, well, if we got you on the line, might as well say thanks right now. Oh, no problem. I, I'm glad to help out. Yeah, folks, Jake uh, sent me in a couple of uh, a couple of tips for this week in Jeep, and uh, he sent those to us through uh, news tips at xjtalk.com. You can always leave us a voicemail through our voicemail line at 530-675-4102 or send us a text message to that same number and get us a a message if you know about something going on in the Jeep world that uh, you think should be reported on. So, Jake, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, mainly my Jeep, I guess. I've been working on it a lot lately. Any, uh, any successes or are you having the same kind of issues that Josh and I are having just uh, driving us crazy? Probably just self issues. I, I just never work fast enough, I guess. Yeah, that's always, uh, that's always how it goes. I mean, uh, I, I plan to have this, uh, this whole steering system done in a weekend and well, that was about, uh, oh geez, what about two months ago? <laughs> Seems like it's been. Oh yeah, I understand throughout. that. I've been working on the cut and fold on mine. It's been over a month, and I'm I'm just now buttoning it up. That's right. I'm remembering now. Looking at that, you look like you're doing some really good work there, Jake. Well, thank you. I uh, try to take my time and not rush it. And if you guys are not aware, uh, Jake has posted up quite a few pictures of what he's been doing with his uh, with his Cherokee at uh, xjtalk.com, and we we really appreciate that because without posts, there's really no reason for anybody to to come there and spend their time with us. Yeah, hey, not Jake, much point then, huh? Hey, Jake, what's the uh, the biggest obstacle you ran into with that rear cut and fold? Rust. The, the main reason why I did it was because of rust, and it, it held me up through the whole project. Yeah, that can be a, a real pain in the, pain in the tuchus. Um, luckily for me, when I did mine, I, there wasn't too much rust. Um, I've heard of people finding Bondo that they didn't know was, was there before. Um, people, yeah, like you, you've run into some rust and, and it just slows the whole process down. Uh, I had never done any cut and fold before uh, like that. And, uh, and I took my time. It took me nearly two days to finish mine up. And, uh, and going back, looking at it uh, in hindsight, if I was to do it again, I'd do a couple things differently. But I'm happy with the results and I'm really glad that I did it. Yeah, it makes a big difference. I'm I'm surprised at the clearance. I also did the rear uh, fender trim at the same time, and mm-hmm. I, it literally looks like I can fit 35s in the pack now. There's so much clearance. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. You uh, you open up those wheel wells and you and you get that rear quarter panel um, uh, right there behind the wheel uh, trimmed up a bit, and uh, uh, you know it it just it really changes the stance. It really changes the whole attitude of the Jeep. Well, Jake, I uh, wish you nothing but the best of luck in that. I um, hope progress keeps moving on uh, with that. And speaking of moving on, we're going to go ahead and take another call. Yeah. Uh, 
the uh, caller with uh, 318 on your uh, phone number. What's your uh, name and uh, where are you calling from? This is Ryan and Dana from Burning Bell Boss Road from Portland, Oregon. Hey, there you go. Thanks for calling in. He was just telling me in chat he'd call in, but he's too shy. Oh, no, no, <laughs> nothing to be shy about, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And thanks again for uh, for putting on that tread trainer course, man. Uh, you guys did a bang up job, and that was really something else. So uh, thanks for taking the uh, so much time out of your Sunday uh, to put that on for us. No, no problem. Glad you guys came out to do it. I mean, that can't do a class without participants. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely interesting, uh, very informative to say the least, and uh, and I'm certainly glad to be uh, be a part of uh, well something much bigger than um, than just a you know an average Wheeler Club. This is uh, Tread Lightly. It's a national organization, and uh, definitely has some um, some very beneficial principles. Uh, that they that they teach and and uh, and instruct you to follow by and and I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah, I posted a link in the chat thing for anybody else that wants to look into it. And there's you know master trainers all over the country, so anybody that wants to get trained, take the class. Very good. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be helpful, um, I, folks. I would highly recommend you head over to treadlightly.org and and at the very very least, um, take that uh, that tread lightly awareness um, test. It'll take you about I'm going to say about a half hour to an hour, depending on how fast you can read and and sort of you know your overall awareness of of what tread lightly is and stuff like that. It's a good read. It moves uh, pretty straightforward and uh, and it goes pretty fast. But uh, at the end of it, you get to print out a really cool certificate, and uh, and you get a tread lightly awareness certificate at the end of it uh, that you can hang on the wall. It's kind of cool. A little bit of bragging rights there. Uh, again, go to treadlightly.org uh, for that. So, um, Ryan, um, Dana, thanks again for, for, for the test this afternoon, and thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, we got another call we're going to take real quick here. Uh, what's our, uh, our third caller, Tony? Uh, that would be uh, last three numbers of 330. Uh, welcome to the show. And uh, well, it looks like I clicked it twice. Oh, no. Oh, uh, somebody moved off. That's what happened. Uh, <laughs> so uh, 330, is that, uh, who is that? That would be Jim. Hey, Jim. Thanks. I, I was, the yeah. the board changed on me, and I was I was afraid I might be talking, still talking to Bree and Bob because the uh, the call uh, went away. So I guess it moves up. We're learning, still learning the board and how it works. So uh, thanks for calling, and thanks for uh, moderating for us. Not a problem. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, just Jim Dandy. No pun intended. All right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. There's a big smile on his face, and it was pun intended. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. <laughs> So I know who you are, Jim, but uh, Jim, uh, where are you located? Houston, Texas. All you Texas boys. Boy, you're ganging up on us over here in the Northwest, I tell you. Well, this is just indicative of the, okay. the people, the members that are in XJ Talk that are local, uh, getting the word out and getting other people involved uh, locally. It's Because uh, XJTalk.com is not a, a local uh, club. It's, it's a, a worldwide forum. And uh, we've just been very lucky to uh, get some local people uh, involved. And uh, we need to have another uh, get-together, um, although it might be a little little far for the, the folks uh, north of Houston. Uh, but uh, they do make it in. 
you know, that might just be something that uh, that I might have to fly down for for a weekend or something like that because uh, there, there's a bunch of uh, a bunch of you guys, a bunch of you Texans that that I think that uh, I would enjoy meeting in person. I would uh, I would make yeah for sure. You know, we sorry, Jenny, go ahead. I was just going to say I would make sure that we actually have some participation. We were doing that. Uh, once a month uh, for several months, and then it finally wound up being the same three guys, and I was one of them. <laughs> but the first one we had was uh, was a big deal. There was uh, there was people showing up that uh, weren't even on the site. They just saw all the jeeps there at Sonic, so that was really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I think if uh, the, if the word got out that celebrities like you and me are going to be there, Tony, uh, it might have a really good turnout. <laughs> I think we should have a get together whenever uh, Wayne comes in town from New Zealand. I think that's going to be August, and I mean he's already going to meet quite a few of us. Anyways, might as well have a whole bunch of people meet up. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I definitely, even if there's not a get together, I definitely want to find a a way to uh, uh, to get uh, to where Wayne is and shake his hand. Absolutely. Now Wayne is a character, and and I would love to meet him in person. He and I get a chance to talk every now and again. And, uh, on, uh, on the chat, uh, over there at xjtalk.com. And I mean, he's obviously in a completely different part of the world there in New Zealand. Uh, and so it's, uh, it's fun uh, getting a chance to, to chat with him a little bit, uh, for, across those kind of distances. And we're, we both share the same interest, you know, we're both Cherokee lovers. So, yeah, that's but, the amazing thing to me is, uh, 19 hours apart, 19 time zones apart. Yeah. And, and here's this guy, uh, Wheeling, he's had a, a Cherokee and now he's, uh, running a TJ and uh, I tell you what, this guy is hardcore. Uh, if you've seen any of the videos that he's put up recently, uh, on, uh, YouTube. And of course we got him on xjtalk.com. Uh, he gets out there and, uh, he, he walks the walk and wheels, the wheels, the wheels, wheels, the talk, talks, the wheels. <laughs> so I have to like think that. about that ahead of time. Next time I have to, uh, I'm gonna have to check out these videos. I don't, I haven't seen a, a single one of his videos, so I would, uh, I would very much enjoy that. It was, uh, Jim, do you remember, uh, what it was? I forget the name of it. Um, it was a competition they were doing. Oh crap. No, I can't remember the competition name. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty recent thread, uh, on the site. Though. It's, it's less than a week old. Yeah. It's less than a week old. Did he post that up in the, uh, in the random YouTube video thread? You know, I need to pay closer attention. I just yeah. remember enjoying the video. I think he put it on his build thread, on the, the Barbie Jeep yeah. build thread. Oh, well, also, no, no. also, too, you need to look because he has one of those little Barbie Jeeps, the plastic ones. Ah, uh, yeah. In the back seat. He wheeled with that on it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. So anything, uh, anything going on, Jim, or just calling in for the count? Oh, not much. Um, yeah, I guess we got the Memorial Day half-off weekend at one of the junkyards here in Houston. There's going to be several of us going out there, and uh, we're going to strip all those uh, Jeeps that they got. But uh, other than that, yeah, because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it. Uh, I'm hopeful that I can find uh, a disc brake conversion or stuff off of a Grand or a Liberty, because uh, Matt and I are getting ready to put the ARB air locker in my Jeep and my 98 and the Chrysler 8.25. And it would sure be nice if we had, while we had the axles out to go ahead and, and convert it to a, a disc conversion. Yeah, that would be cool. Especially with yeah, half off. I'd be able to stop it better. Although it stops pretty good now. Yeah, that's a, that's a mod that I want. 
Yeah, I think yeah. I'll be probably fighting with people out there on that over that. But I've, uh, I think we've t- been talking about it in a thread. I need to make a call out there. Uh, well, gosh, I guess that's this weekend coming up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, just uh, well less than a week away. So I need to call and find out uh, what they uh, if they have any uh, Cherokees or I guess really the Grands or the Liberties without rear end uh, damage. Hey, well, Tony, you can't, uh, you're not allowed to drive your TJ after this one, though. I don't think I'll have to. I think I've got the oil leak fixed. <laughs> and uh, I it, think... It has to be the XJ. Yeah. Uh, well, it, I remember I've got the 99 that doesn't have any modifications done to it. I could always do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess if you want. Well, no, it's <laughs> modified. He's uh, got, he eliminated, eliminated the grays, if you will. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that post, though. They're coming back. Yeah, on the the door trim. Yep, I don't know what's going on with that thing, but anyway, um, well, Jim, uh, thanks a lot for the call, and uh, we're gonna move on along here. Uh, so, uh, I guess we're gonna do the. Uh, oh, uh, let's uh, let's get uh, our voicemail on here, uh, Josh. Yeah, once again, that number for you guys five three zero six seven five four one zero two. Please leave us a voicemail like this guy did. Hey, this is Tony, and this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at The Beep. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I just wanted to apologize to everybody for the uh, problems we have had with the podcast last week. It's uh, all my fault. When I plug my uh, microwave and my toaster oven in at the same time, whenever I do that, I get some funky electrical stuff. It uh, usually just pops a breaker, but I guess this week I shut down the inter- interweb. And, uh, I didn't mean to hurt anybody. I just wanted my SpaghettiOs and garlic bread warm at the same time. <laughs> I won't do it again. But uh, while I got you on here, I'm... Uh, got a question. I'm working on my Jeep. I'm trying to uh, wire in a waffle iron. Because, hey, who hasn't been stuck in traffic and wish they had some fresh waffles? <laughs> so I'm elbow deep in the dashboard right now. And I got this question. Who would win in a fight between Willie Nelson and Martha Stewart? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a conundrum. All right, gentlemen. Uh, I'll chat at you later. Bye. I think it'd be Martha Stewart. You know, she's seen prison time. Yeah, she's uh, she's seen hard times. So, well, that was that was before the, before prison. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nikki G. God, man, you uh, you always deliver, bro. Thank you so much for calling in. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and you guys get in on this thing. At uh, Nikki's going to be uh, promoted to either uh, XJ Talk Show comic or uh, field reporter uh, for his flair uh, and 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 how he reports things uh but we need some more people calling in you guys call in yeah folks you don't have to have the same kind of sense of humor that Nikki g does he just so happens to have a little something something that uh that makes tony and i giggle and uh <laughs> but hey even if you just want to call say your name where you're calling from and just say hi we're just fine with that yeah i mean uh what do you think about the show uh how do you like the show uh what don't you like about the show uh, when's Josh, Josh leaving anything, uh, just call five, three, zero, six, seven, five, four, one, zero, two. It's a 24 by seven. Nobody will answer the phone. 
if I'll tell you what, if I hear something that's in, incredibly embarrassing where you just completely fluff the whole thing, I won't even play it. So don't worry about it. And in fact, you can call back in and say, don't, don't, don't play that last one. Play this one. <laughs> hey, it's Matt Adair with Petty Cash Racing. Tune in to the XJ Talk Show to find out more about our team and the Jeep we all love. We here at the XJ Talk Show really appreciate you listening to our podcast. If you enjoy the show, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's so easy. Just tell them to go to xjtalkshow.com. xjtalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. Amazon.com and the XJ Talk Show present You Bought What? Oh, my God. What did you buy? Oh, boy. You guys have really stepped up to the plate uh, in the last couple weeks. Folks, we're doing this uh, every other week. It's a lot of fun. We have this relationship with Amazon.com, where if you head over to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com, you click on the banner there before you do any online shopping. It takes you straight to Amazon.com, where you can buy any old thing that you want, except we get a little something-something off the end of it. You don't pay a dime more, not a red cent, but Amazon is going to go ahead and give us a little kickback. And in fact, they've even gone above and beyond that and given us a list of what you guys have purchased. And we don't get to see who has purchased anything. We just get to see what has been bought. So this week, we've got some good stuff here. Looks like some of you guys have uh, went ahead and, and uh, packed up the, uh, well, the essentials drawers in the, uh, in the old bedroom. Set up, um, uh, well, a whole bunch of socks. We got uh, boxer briefs. Uh, we got some, uh, well, compression socks, whatever those might be. And some uh, some other boxer briefs of all kinds of uh, shapes and sizes and colors. You guys are going crazy with the Calvin Klein stuff here. So uh, big kudos to that. And thank you for, well, dressing us, uh, dressing yourself with some XJ Talk stuff. Looks like somebody bought a uh, Chrysler Dodge driver's side replacement headlight assembly. Oh, I hope that wasn't a rearing collision or something. Maybe it was just rust. Yeah, yeah, could be. Uh, you know, those things uh, do well. They get a little, uh, little corroded and stuff. Make it hard to adjust. So, might might as well just swap the whole thing out. True. And they got it from Amazon. That's really cool. Amazon has just about everything under the sun. You guys can find what you're looking for, and you know, you get a good price on it too. In fact, uh, somebody here has uh, picked up a couple of books. We got uh, Route 66, an easy 66 guide for travelers. It's the third edition of this book. So if you're heading up and down Route 66, well, you got something here uh, to help you along the way. And a workbook for Elric Schrodinger's Medical Terminology for Health Professions, 7th edition. Wow, that's some fancy stuff right there. Somebody might be heading to school with that one. Yeah, and that Route 66 reminds me of uh, Pre-Runner 1982 and his Day of the Dirt uh, recent uh, interview that we had. I, would, uh, I know the whole thing wasn't on Route 66, but they, they used it to get there. So uh, no, all kinds of things you can use uh, books for. And, of course, that's how Amazon got started with, uh, with selling books. So it looks like somebody got a 32-gigabyte micro uh, SD flash memory card. Always a good thing to have if you have a smartphone or, uh, I guess, there's still MP3 players. There might be people on MP3 players listening to us right now, Josh. Yep, indeedy. And we've actually seen some MP3 players here on this list before uh, come up on our screen. So uh, we know they're out there. We know they're using them. And but this uh, micro SD card, yeah, that's uh, that's something that uh, definitely goes into a smartphone. I would think I need to get myself one of those. In fact, yeah, they're pretty cheap. I think I was getting uh, a uh, class ten, which is the the fastest they they make, I believe. 
32 gig uh, micro SD was like uh, 24.95 at Amazon.com. I've actually purchased about four of them. I've got two of them in the Contour cameras. Oh, very good. Yeah, I forgot about those cameras. I need to pick myself up a couple of those, and I can get those through Amazon. Yep. Something else uh, somebody got through Amazon was a ThinkPad Ultra Portable Case. Uh, so they're just uh, protecting their uh, their ThinkPad there. So a little protection uh, definitely goes a long way. I don't know how I get stuck with these, Josh. I mean, if I'd started first, you would have had the pleasure, or, or pardon the pun, of, of starting this. So we have a uh, Black Magic Wand Personal Massage I'm sorry, massager, 10 speeds, powerful, <laughs> powerful Hitachi motor uh, for uh, strong um, vibrations. Now, now, why why would they say personal massager? I don't understand. I mean, aren't all massagers personal? Well, I would hope so. I wouldn't want you sharing that with me, that's for sure. Uh, what I find funny, more funny than anything else, is that this is in the health and personal care category. Um you know, I don't know how healthy this is, uh, and I guess you would be, well, caring for yourself very personally with uh, something like this, especially if you get this next item that goes along with it called the G-Spot Attachment. This one fits that Hitachi Magic Wand Massager. Well, of course it does. But of course. Well, the G-Spot, that's exactly where you want to massage because that's the good spot. Yes, and uh, this next item might uh, might help you get there even faster, more accurately. I, I I don't know. I can only go off of the name of this thing. Uh, I don't. I know that tri means three, but what's a trigasm? I wouldn't even know. It's a it's an <laughs> attachment, and it's it fits the same magic massager. And where is the magic? I don't understand. How does it? How, I mean, these salespeople, the way they come up with these names, it's it's magic. It's simply uh, magic. What's a gasm anyway? Is that like whenever you're jumping across a gorge? That it's a, a chasm. No, that would be a sea. I don't know what a gasm is. Yeah, as a, but there's three of them. Whatever it is, three of them. Uh, this apparently this thing will make sure that you get three of them, whatever they may be. Wow. Uh, but anyway, I can understand personal health and personal care because if you got a headache, this will get rid of it. Well, folks, um, we've we've asked you guys to uh, to go ahead and and make sure that if you play along with us, you throw us a curveball every now and again, and uh, and somebody has definitely done that with this uh, this Hitachi motor powered Black Magic wand personal massager. Thank you for that. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. Oh, you know, I left out a word that this thing has a optional kickstart attachment. Oh, that's right. Uh, and folks, if you're going to pick one of these up, make sure you get the uh, the extra heavy duty pull cord. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's embarrassing when you're taking that back to the <laughs> calling Amazon or chatting with them. Like, I broke the cord. <laughs> <laughs> How do I start this thing? <laughs> Well, we got, uh, as we started off this segment talking about Amazon and how they came to be with books, um, they, we've got one here called seconds away speaking uh, totally of, uh, unrelated ad- to the, to the prior items. I think, I think I was going to say, speaking of gasms, but, uh, <laughs> seconds away, this is book two. So I'm guessing book one was called almost there. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the phone rang. <laughs> Honey, did you put Vaseline on the doorknob? (laughs) Oh, moving right along. (laughs) (laughs) 
We've got uh, we're stepping into the into one of my favorite categories, the mobile electronics field, uh, something that I've got a lot of expertise and experience in. Uh, somebody's picking up, um, well, a distribution block for some four gauge wire in platinum. This is not gold. This is platinum, and this is a Rockford Fosgate RFD four one or zero gauge. Ooh, four that gauge must be for speakers block. or something, then, wouldn't it? Uh, no, this would be for power. So if okay. somebody's uh, running aught gauge or one gauge um, power wire um, from their battery, they can then split it into four gauge, uh, multiple four gauge distributions um, out to multiple amplifiers or you know whatever devices they may be running with four gauge wire. Well, I'm glad you read that because I didn't. I mean, I know what a distribution block is, but man, at one or, or zero gauge, wow! I'm going to have to look that up. That might be something I might want to get. I'm running out of places to plug power cables into underneath the da- underneath the hood. Yeah, no, these things come in handy when you uh, when you start adding a bunch of stuff into uh, into your system, uh, especially like you know lights, winch, amplifiers. You're going to run out of room on that battery terminal real quick. This helps, especially if you run something like an aught gauge or a one gauge wire from the battery into this distribution block. So, uh, speaking of MP3 players, somebody picked up a SanDisk. Uh, what is it, Sansa? Uh, yeah. Clip plus eight gigabyte MP3 player refurb. So yeah, I would imagine there uh, there's quite a bit, quite a few refurbed uh, refurbished uh, MP3 players available. And you know, guys, it's not a bad thing to have. It's a great way to listen to your favorite podcasts. And uh, the only really the only downside to it that I can think of is that it's another item you have to carry uh, if you have a smartphone as well. Uh, and also too, you have to sync it with a computer. Whereas with a cell phone, you can actually just uh, download the uh, uh, the podcast or your music or something straight over your Wi-Fi or uh, 3G, 4G connection. But, uh, you know, MP3 players, they were around uh, before the cell phone uh, boom came out, and uh, they still have uh, do play great music or uh, audio from your favorite podcast. Yeah, and a lot of, uh, well, I know some of the new cars coming out, and uh, on a lot of the, the aftermarket stereos nowadays, they have an auxiliary jack where you just basically plug a cord in from the headphone jack of your MP3 player, plug it into your stereo, and you can listen to your favorite podcast, like the XJ Talk Show, right through the stereo in your Jeep. Yeah, and I don't know if you, if you guys have thought about that or not, especially if you have a, a long drive to and from work. It's a perfect place to listen to the podcasts. Uh, that's what I do. And in fact, I almost exclusively listen to the podcast to and from work, but I have about an hour drive, uh, each way. It's a lot of yep. fun. Makes the trip go a lot faster. Thankfully for me, I, uh, I hit many freeways and drive, uh, well, it's about an hour and a half to two hours on my way home on the afternoon. And so I'm, uh, I'm frequently checking traffic reports, but I am an active podcast listener at work. Uh, and you can always stream us through iTunes or Stitcher Radio and, of course, xjtalk.com. And uh, speaking of which, uh, you know, one of the things, this isn't on the list, but it's something you can get at amazon.com. Uh, there's several manufacturers, but I have a, a TomTom GPS system, and it has live traffic that costs me like $35 a year. And it's constantly telling me uh, about altered, alternate routes depending on what's going on with the traffic. Might be something you want to think uh, think about, uh, Josh, especially whenever you have that long of a commute. It makes a huge difference. Well, back in the day when I was riding my motorcycle to and from work, I uh, I discovered when you're riding a an air-cooled bike, well, you're going to have to keep that thing moving. So I discovered many, many different routes that I could take to get to and from uh, to and from work in, in rush hour traffic. So I've got about seven different ways that I've got down pat to get to and from work. So Wow, that's, that's a lot to remember. Yeah, well... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, when you when you the alternative is sitting in traffic for two hours, um, yeah, you go ahead and and hop off and and get onto some side street to keep moving. Man, so this uh, this next item in the sports and outdoors, another fun subject or another fun area that I like is a uh, a Butler Creek nine millimeter through forty five caliber uh, LULA universal pistol uh, pistol loader and unloader. So I guess that's the actual little thing that compresses the bullets into the uh, into the magazine. Yeah, I'd imagine so. And uh, we also have a Hogue rubber grip handall junior small size grip sleeve. This might be for a uh, a smaller gun, perhaps uh, somebody picking up some accessories for their wife's firearm. We just found out what you bought. Oh my god, I just can't believe that made it on the list. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to XJTalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tapa Talk app, then search for XJTalk. Take XJTalk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJTalk fix. This is Dan from the 4x4 Podcast, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. Well, I want to tell you guys, I really appreciate you continuing to purchase uh, items uh, at Amazon and going through our banner ad first. Of course, that banner ad is uh, either on the xjtalkshow.com or xjtalk.com. Either one of those websites, you'll see the Amazon banner. You click on that banner, it takes you to Amazon, and then anything that you buy, we get credit for and get a few pennies from that purchase. So, Thank you a lot, and, and, and really, thank you for making it entertaining for us. Yeah, it's a great way to help support your favorite podcast. And of course, Tony and I always have a lot of fun with it, and glad you guys are too. Thanks again for the support. So we're going to move along to the uh, iTunes review that we got here recently. And, uh, well, that's a, that's a familiar name. Uh, go ahead, Josh. Well, the iTunes uh, here, or the iTunes review is coming in from, well, our favorite voicemail call-in character, Nikki G., he says, chock full of informa- information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to look at that one, don't you? <laughs> yeah, no, and entertaining. No, that sounds like it's right up the alley of, uh, of Nikki G right there. He says, if you want to learn more about the nuts and bolts of your Cherokee, then this podcast is for you. Tony and Josh touch most of the subjects we all are interested in with segments such as Jeep tips, This Week in Jeep, audio electrical tips, and guest interviews. Plus, that guy calls in that cracks me up. <laughs> Well, that would be you, Nikki G, and thanks again. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know about, I don't know how Nikki is, but uh, I'll say things on Twitter or Facebook or on xjtalk.com, and, and I'll laugh, even if nobody else does. I'm giggling like a, a silly little girl, so, uh, you know, I'm happy with myself. Oh, yeah, folks, and, and if you're um, using an iTunes device uh, or an, an Apple device or using iTunes or, um, well, even if you're not, uh, please head on over to iTunes, or if you know somebody who's using iTunes, have them head over there. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. So, uh, guys, if you, uh, if anybody else would like to call in, uh, please feel free to do so. Uh, of course, we're talking to the people in the chat room of the live show. Uh, you guys that uh, are listening on the podcast alone, uh, we would love to have you on the live show. It is uh, every uh, Sunday, 10 p.m. Central Time on ustream.tv slash channel slash xjtalk. So all you do is just get on there and uh, 
you'll uh, you can talk to the Josh and I. You can tell us whatever whatever's on your mind. So, uh, in fact, if anybody else would like to get in on uh, on the show, please give us a call. Josh and I are going to kind of chat here a bit about things, and uh, we'll wrap up if uh, we don't get any uh, any more calls. So, Josh, uh, it might be a good opportunity for us to plug the other show. Yeah, I just figured why not. Uh, Tony and I have started up another podcast. We figured, well, if we're doing so well on this one, might as well go ahead and and uh, double our efforts. Uh, we are kind of uh, restricted a little bit here as far as keeping things, well, Jeep-related, and, of course, uh, talking about our beloved Cherokees and, and off-roading in general. We have some fun uh, outside of the box a little bit with our Amazon gig, and and uh, and that's all fine and dandy. But Tony and I really wanted to take the gloves off, uh, cut the reins, and really go buck wild. And we started up a new podcast called, wait for it now, The Tony and Josh Show. We thought hard and long, or long that- and hard, one of those two. Yeah, we, I think that was a roundtable discussion with uh, all two of us for about, uh, oh, well, I can't remember exactly how long, but a lot of effort went into that title. And uh, Well, we're kind of proud of it. We're having a lot of fun with it, and so far it's getting some pretty good reviews. And uh, if you want to know more about that, well, you can head on over to TonyandJosh.com. Real easy to remember there. And it's just the two of us, TonyandJosh.com. Yep, and uh, the show's evolving. We've done three episodes. <clears throat> we, uh, we also have a live show uh, for that, uh, that podcast as well. That's on Thursday nights at 10 PM central. And, uh, that is on, uh, that, that one's a little more complicated as far as getting to it. Cause it's a really long name, but if you go over to, uh, Tony there is a link that will take you to the proper Ustream channel so that you can watch. And, uh, we do the live calls there and we talk about, gosh, politics. We talk about science. We talk about uh, anything that's under the sun that we, that we find interesting. Yep, we're going to uh, continue to develop the show and and add in some segments and stuff like that. We talk about current events and whatever's on our mind. And, uh, of course, we get a little opinionated, and sometimes we get a little passionate, too, about what we're talking about. So I really suggest you turn in, uh, head over there, and check us out. Yep. So, um, (laughs) well, anyway, um, just thinking about Nicky G and, uh, and his comment that he made in iTunes, uh, oh, and if, if you guys are listening on iTunes, or even if you don't, if you have an iTunes account, please consider jumping over there and giving us a review with uh, five stars. Yeah, really help us uh, move up the list and, uh, and gain some support and awareness for the show. So I think I'll just uh, kind of go over. Uh, I'm hoping that I can uh, beg, borrow, or steal a couple more days off, Josh, because uh, I took off three days this past week to get some things done, and, and I was very successful in getting uh, at least uh, two or three items taken care of, but my list is a long one. I didn't even get a chance to touch uh, putting on the uh, air tank or the air compressor or all that other fun, or the air horn, which is, of course, the whole reason for everything else. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it will be nice having the onboard air and the ability to, to air down the tires and air them up, but that's not going to be a daily thing. An air horn, it, it's a crowd pleaser because... Every day you can use that. Even if you don't use it, it's there. It's available. It's you know at the fingertip. All you have to do is go. I'm really interested in seeing how loud it is. Yeah, I uh, I've got some tips and tricks for you there, Tony, in, in helping get the most out of your air horn when it comes time to uh, to plumb that in. So uh, when you get around to that, we'll have to have a little sidebar discussion, and I'll uh, I'll fill you in on a couple secrets. I think the hardest part is going to be finding a, a place that uh, I can aim it. Uh, through the radiator and condenser and that, you know, that whole thing. Cause I, I can't, I can't keep it. I can't have it low and I can't have it high. Um, well, 
Um, the air horn's probably not going to take up all that much room, and it is fairly aerodynamic if you put it sideways and mount it behind the grill in front of the radiator. Oh, I didn't think about that. Because yes. I was thinking about the, the tubes actually need to be pointing in the direction of the sound. I and I'll tell you matter. what, if you aim it to where the, um, the end of the horn is facing towards the passenger side, well, uh, all that volume will be that much more directed towards sidewalk traffic. Oh, but see, I want the people in front of me that are on the cell phones to get their ass out of the way. They'll hear it. Okay. Trust me. Because <laughs> okay. when you were saying that, you know, like that's what ventriloquists do. They talk out of the side of their mouth and I'm thinking, oh, this might be really cool because I'll just, I'll just act like, oh, where, where the hell did that noise come from? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was loud. What the hell was that? You know, and they're looking in the rear view, rear view mirror at you angrily and then you go, oh, well, they don't know where they come from. That was weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, I got a dash cam. Oh, that's going to that's gonna make for some great footage. And speaking of dash cams, guys, we do have a YouTube channel, and we highly suggest you go on, head on over there. Tony's put a lot of work into putting up a lot of great content for our viewing pleasure. You know, we got like 71,000 views uh, on there now. The YouTube channel has been there for a while. It wasn't recent, but uh, uh, it wasn't too long ago. We were only at the 64,000 mark, so the, it has been fairly significant here in the last few months. Well, since we've been plugging it on the show. Well, you guys, I hope you guys uh, subscribe to that. Uh, we can use all the subscribers we can get, and uh, hopefully we can hit that 100,000 mark here real soon. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, anyway, I, uh, I don't know, Josh. I think that's pretty good for a show. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, episode 80 right there wrapped up uh, nice and fine. Hey, you know what would be kind of cool if we hit 100,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel at the same time we do our 100th episode? Oh, that would be cool. And we, could, that, it, we could lie about it. hey i thought they said they had a hundred thousand (laughs) subscribers well guys uh (laughs) thanks a lot for coming into coming to the show whether it's a pod uh you're (laughs) or you're listening to the podcast or you're in the live show uh we really appreciate you and uh, we would like to see you more involved with the show uh we'd yeah you know if you'd like to be a reporter a guest um Like Josh always says, there's always a third seat available to you. That's right, guys. We do have a third seat open here, and we'd love to have you guys sitting in on the show. And that means, well, you got to get out there and start recording. Whether it's just talking to another wheeler out on the trail, or if you're a local uh, four-wheel parts or four-wheel drive shop is hosting a show, well, head on over there and, well, talk to a few people, get a few minutes of recording, send it on our way. We'll uh, go ahead and send us a private message or an email. Leave us a voicemail at 530-675-4102. Tell us about it, and we'll let you know how to upload that audio so we can get it on the air. You know, and you could quickly become a regular. I mean, that's the way Josh started here. He started with uh, doing some reporting, some uh, some various odds and ends for the show. He was really excited about it, and uh, I just uh, very talented, and uh, I was oh. lucky enough to get him involved in the show on a permanent basis. So uh, you just never know. Uh, it could be a one-time thing, or it could be, uh, a weekly report. It just really depends on, on how involved you want to be. Uh, and it just makes the show better. And, you know, that's what xjtalk.com forum is about, is getting people together, sharing information, and, and you know, making things easier, cheaper, and having a good time at the same time. Oh, boy. And, Tony, we're definitely having a good time. Looking forward to that 100th episode show, and I uh, hope you guys stick around for that as well. So until next week, this is Tony. And this is Josh. You guys have a good, safe week. And, Gosh, I hope you don't have to work on your Jeep, or if you do, it's something easy.
You're listening to the XJ Talk Show. Please help Tony and Josh get more listeners by telling a friend or two or three about the podcast. It's so simple. Just tell them to go to xjtalkshow.com. Okay, look, Tony is really insecure and he measures his success by how many people listen to the show. He is driving us crazy. So please tell a friend. Hey, this is Tim from Jeep Tubes and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. This is Ben with Rough Country Suspensions and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. How would you like to be a guest on the XJ Talk Show? Do you have an interesting story about your Jeep? Maybe an off-road adventure? Perhaps you're a vendor and want to get the word out about your great products. Send us an email to interviews at xjtalk.com or call and leave a voice or text message at 530-675-4102. 530-675-4102. We look forward to hearing from you.